Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Wherever You Go podcast. My name is Sam Bauer, and I'm the host of this podcast. And today I'm excited to talk to you a little bit about mindset. Um, as business owners and entrepreneurs, we often run into obstacles. <laughs> maybe it's in our personal life, maybe it's in our business, um, but we definitely are going to face obstacles as where we're on our journey to business ownership and creating a business and a life that, you know, we can love and a business that's strong and, and big and as big as you want it. Um, you know, there's stuff that happens along the way. And I am sharing this with you from experience. Uh, although I've only been in business for a little over two and a half years, I have had quite the two and a half years uh, of a start from a personal standpoint. And so I want to share with you uh, some of the things I've been through, not because I want you to feel sorry or anything, but I want you to know that I'm speaking from a place of experience when it comes to mindset. Um, so I started my business in May of 2019, and I finally really felt like it was starting to roll in October. So it took me about six months to establish some referral partners, uh, get some clients on the books that would be willing to tell other people about me. And I really, the leads started to come in. I had a killer month in October. It was my first decent month in sales. Uh, and then in November, my daughter got sick. And by the end of December, we were at Children's Hospital facing multiple surgeries um, to get chest tubes put in and um, she was fighting for her life. So that was the first um, obstacle that my family faced and that I faced as a business owner was, um, you know, I had to take a step out for a few weeks um, and I had to make sure that my daughter was okay because she's more important than my business. And that's, that's the way it should be. So that happened and we got through it and we got past it. And I did, I mean, I, I, when I was in there, I was with her. We were, I was very present. I was able to kind of, you know, it, it was Christmas time. So I wasn't having as many calls come in. And if I did, uh, I was able to run quotes and actually sell policies from the hospital uh, while she was recovering from surgery. So basically she'd go in for surgery. I'd sit there and do quotes. She'd come out while I waited for her to wake up. I was calling clients and doing those things. And it actually was a blessing because it kept my mind off what was going on and what could have happened. Um, and, and I thank God for that because of when we let our minds wander to what could happen, uh, we get into a little bit of trouble. Um, so anyway, we got out of the hospital and two weeks later, I found out I was pregnant. And about a week and a half after that, I found out that the baby was not alive. And so I lost a child and I had to go in two days later for a DNC. So I didn't even have time to process the fact that I was going to have a baby um, when I found out that the baby didn't make it. And then, you know, to go in for the DNC a couple of days later, it was heartbreaking. It was devastating. It was the hardest thing that I've ever had to go through. And the fact that it followed a very emotional, trying time in my family's life did not help that. So that happened. And then a month later, COVID hit. My kids came home from school on a Friday and they didn't go back. And I think that the world experienced this together and struggled through this together. So that's not anything that's different from anybody else. Um, in July, so 
over the summer of that year, I got bit by a tick and I got Lyme's disease, which was the worst, like physically for me, I've been very healthy in my life. So I've never experienced a lot of diseases or anything like that. And uh, this one was interesting because I didn't know what it was. Doctors don't know that much about it in order to like help you get better. Um, I was in pain. I'm still in pain in all honesty. I have the lagging effects from the Lyme's disease. And, um, so yeah, so I dealt with that. I'm still dealing with it. I'm getting there. I dealt with like losing my vision sometimes in the middle of the day. Um, I dealt with very bad brain fog where I couldn't even think straight. Um, just weird things that, I mean, <laughs> I, I could have never prepared myself uh, for limes because it is a really strange, bizarre thing and nobody can see it. So you look normal and people expect you to act normal, just like any type of autoimmune disease. Um, it's, it's a frustrating thing and it's more frustrating whenever people can't be empathetic or sympathetic because they can't see it and you look normal. And my phone was still ringing and I still needed to answer it. And I still had a business to run. So in August of this time period, I've been dealing with the Lyme thing for a few months. Uh, the schools decided that the kids were going to go to virtual only until further notice. And when they did go back, they were going to be in masks full time. So just like everybody else, I had to navigate those waters. I had a first and a second grader and a business to run. And so I also had a daughter who had uh, multiple times had her lungs pierced not that long ago. And I wasn't quite ready for her to be in a mask all day because I wasn't sure what her lung capacity was. And it just made me a little bit uneasy. So my husband and I prayed about it and I decided to pull them out of school altogether. And I homeschooled them last year in my office. So that was my first year and a half in business, guys. It was crazy. Uh, still dealing with the repercussions of some of the events that happened uh, emotionally and physically, even because I still do um, struggle with the limes, but I think I've got it under control through diet and uh, vitamins. So that's at least a good thing. But um, at the end of my first full year in business, my agency was the 10th um, like in the, in the country, I was the 10th highest female owned goosehead agency and policies sold. So despite the things that I went through, I still managed to run my business and not just run my business, but grow my business, um, to the point where I wanted it to be in my first year. It wasn't easy. It didn't come without a whole bunch of reflection and looking in the mirror and, um, pushing myself along. Uh, as well as some kicks in the butt from God that he put the right people and the right things in front of me. But I want to share with you how I got through some of those things, how I'm getting through some of those things, and how I managed to stay focused on my business um, and my family and, and grow both of them. Because I'll tell you what, homeschooling for a year brought me closer to my kids than I've ever been. And I'm so grateful for that opportunity to have done that. And um, so I, I'm just here to tell you that hard stuff is going to happen you can get through it. Uh, you can continue to grow your business. There's nothing you can't do. Don't listen to the world when they start telling you that you can't be a good parent and have a business or a career. 
that it's too hard during a pandemic. And I'll touch on that and my feelings on those comments later, but um, you can do this. It's, it's all about mindset. So let's see, I wanted to talk about just like some of the things that helped me turn myself around, because I will say probably month two or three of this pandemic being new, I did get into a little bit of rut and I started to give myself excuses and outs. And I started to hear people saying or read things that I saw on social media that said, you know, women can't do it all. They can't have a career during a pandemic and be a good mom. And the weight of this pandemic is falling on moms. And all of this propaganda, and I'm sorry for my language, bullshit that makes people think that they can't do great things. And I We'll never forget reading an article written by a woman that was shared by somebody on my Facebook that it, it was basically telling women that they can't do it all and that they should um, stop their career and take care of their kids. And so it infuriated me in all honesty, because I'm reading this article and I'm thinking, okay, this woman couldn't do it, but what? It, why does that mean I can't do it or that other women can't do it? And why aren't we posting articles about how women can do it? And here are some tips to help you through it. Instead, you, you weren't able to do it. So now you want to tell everybody else that they can't do it either. And I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it's for everybody. And maybe some people can't do it. But I just, I was so upset by that because in my mind, I'm thinking we can do it and we need, instead of propaganda telling us that you can't, we need propaganda telling us how to do it, how to follow our dreams, how to become the person that God made us to be. Um, so if you're hearing those things and you're surrounding yourself with negativity like that, I encourage you to shut it off. Um, that unfollow button on social media is a beautiful thing. It helps you block out some negativity that maybe you don't want to want to see. But um, I encourage you also to, if you feel that way, if you feel like you can't do it, but you want to do it. Now there is the difference. If you don't want to do it, then no, don't do it. But if you do want to do it, seek out women who are doing it or men that are doing it and that are going to encourage you and help you because um, listening to negativity isn't going to help you get anywhere, right? It's people telling you you can't do something isn't going to help you go out there and feel like you can accomplish the world. And I became complacent. I was like, you know what? This is hard and it does stink. And so I think I'm just going to kind of like try to hold the ship steady, you know, keep my business and, you know, maintaining um, zone basically. And so I was there for a couple of weeks and then I was like, why am I doing this? You know, and it was about this time that I, I read that article and I was like, no, you know what? I can do this. I am going to grow my business and I'm going to figure this out because at the end of the day, you can figure out anything that you want to figure out if you want to figure it out. And if you want an excuse, guess what? You can find an excuse too. So I gave myself a hard look in the mirror after reading that article, I felt that like frustration inside of me. And then I heard a podcast by Brian Buffini, who um, is my favorite podcaster. I love listening to him. He has amazing motivation and really, really good stuff. And he just, I just really enjoy listening to him. He also has an amazing Irish accent. That's just fun to listen to. So um, if you're looking for a good podcast, um, Brian Buffini might be a good one for you, but he did an interview with a guy named John Gordon and John Gordon wrote a book called the garden and listening to this podcast 
literally changed my life because everything I was hearing was just so good. And it was exactly what I was going through. And it was exactly what I needed to hear to motivate me to change my mindset, get my butt in gear and start growing my business again. And I, I, I don't, I can't stress enough the importance of, um, doing things that are for your growth and listening to podcasts, reading books, meditating, praying, doing devotionals. These are things that will change your life. And in in this moment, I attribute this episode of the Brian Buffini show to shifting my entire mindset through this quarantine and getting me to a point where I was ready to move forward. So in this book, The Garden, uh, John Gordon talks about that the world gives us doubt, distortion, discouragement, distractions, and division. And then he talks about how we can combat those things. But it was so true. You know, I'm standing in my kitchen. This is like um, about the time that there's like political things going on and that's causing divide. There's COVID going on and that's causing divide. And there's all these, um, you know, uh, police things going on in the news and that's causing a great divide. And my heart was just hurting. You know, I'm seeing all these people be mean to each other and shut each other out and not being there for each other, not loving each other at all. And it was just like crushing me and making me sad. And that was hurting me too, because I, you know, I'm a positive person and I kind of, I don't like that, that downer stuff. So anyway, in the book, he's, he's saying that it gives you doubt, distortion, discouragement, and distractions, and division. And then he goes through ways that we can combat those things. So listening to that podcast changed my perception of what was going on. Um, so, you know, I realized I was giving myself an out and I didn't need an out. There was no, there was no reason for me to be saying, oh, you take it easy. Just, do, you know, I was honestly had more time than I've ever had because I was home. I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't book any appointments. Um, I had more time to work my business than I did before. I had my kids at home with me that I could help do schoolwork. I had no excuse not to spend time with my kids, which is like my number one thing. So as I shifted my mindset, I realized life is kind of cool like this right now and I can work with this. And so I started working with it. And from July to August, my revenue increased 143% to my business. And I'm telling you, it's because of mindset. I shifted the way I was thinking about things instead of sitting there, not calling people, um, not making an effort to maybe create a Zoom meeting or send my referral partner something or reach out to my clients. I started doing all those things. And when I started doing all those things, it generated results. And it um, definitely changed the course of my business for the first year that I was in business. So a couple of the things and tips that I have for you when you're feeling this way, because when you go through things, it's hard and you need to reset. So take your time, reset, but don't get stuck there. So if it takes a day or a weekend or a week or a month, that's okay. It depends on kind of what you're going through, right? Um, And some of the things you're going through, you have to take with you. I'll never be the same person that I was prior to 2019. I will never look at life the same way after I watched my daughter fight for her life and then I lost a child. Like I'm a different person now. And so I have to accept that and accept who I am today and that I'm closer to the person that God wants me to be because of the trials I've been through and move on. And I'm not saying move on and forget about them. And some of the things you carry with you, you know, when you lose the baby, 
carry that baby in your heart forever. And that's a good thing. And so that grief and that hurt isn't going to go away. It might dull a little bit. I might not think about it as much as I used to, um, but there are certain moments where it just comes up and it's part of who I am now. And I'm okay with that. So we just move on, right? We, we, we stop, we reset, we take that time to get our bearings, catch our breath, realize, Hey, something really cruddy just happened and it's over. And now I'm going to move on and I'm going to be better than I was before. And I'm going to continue to grow my business and be a good mom and be a good wife um, while loving God doing it. So my first tip is um, after the reset is don't do it all, guys. I mean, we try to do it all because we see people on social media that look like they're doing it all. You might look at me on Facebook and say, wow, Sam looks like she's doing it all. That's baloney. I don't do it all. I delegate a lot of things. I ask for help. I don't do anything perfect. I'm a, I'm a per- person who's very much like, I'm okay with done. It doesn't have to be perfect. So if the, if the, um, uh, the dishwasher is loaded weird, I, I don't care. I'm shutting that sucker and running it. If, um, you know, we've got stuff on the counter for a week before I get a chance to clean it up, I've come to be okay with that. Um, you know, there's certain things that you have to let go of and be okay with the fact that they're not perfect. You know, my kids don't always look perfect when they go to school, their hair is sometimes disheveled and whatever. And I'm okay with that. They're okay with it. They're happy. They're healthy. They're clean. That's really all that matters to me. Um, and I'm okay with that. So be okay with not being perfect is first of all. And then second of all is delegate what you can. So when I homeschooled, I taught my kids from 8.30 to 10 in the morning. And then I was in the office from 10 to five. I hired a tutor to come in and he tutored my kids for two and a half hours in the afternoon. It was amazing. He distracted them, entertained them, taught them. They love him. I love him. He's amazing. Um, And so I was able to, um, you know, delegate some of my homeschooling. Um, I have my mom help me whenever she can and she's willing to. And I ask my husband for help whenever I can. And if there's a task at work that I can't do, you know, I, now I give some to my employee before I didn't have an employee. So sometimes you just let things fall off the plate, right? What's the most important things that I have to do right now to drive results in my business? That's what I'm going to do. Everything else can wait. Everything else can fall off my plate for now. And that's totally fine. Your plate doesn't have to have all four food groups in it (laughs) for this analogy to work. Like you can just have meat that's fine. Like get your main meat on there. And if your meat fills up your whole plate today, then so be it. You can get potatoes and vegetables and rolls and whatever later. Um, so if you're looking at, you know, my plate is full, it's okay. If your plate is full of meat and it doesn't have all the other stuff on it, you can do what you can do. Just pick the things that are going to create the most results and get you what you need to get in order to grow your business. Or maybe it's, that you really need to spend time with your kids. That's your thing today. So maybe you just get potatoes that day. And that's totally fine too, because potatoes can fill you up. So do the things you need to do and don't worry about the other stuff. Remember that God is in charge of time. So like, this is kind of a fun thing. We try to control time, right? We just like, I'm gonna get great time management and I'm gonna do all these things. And then life happens and somebody calls or somebody walks in or your kid gets sick and, and you're like, oh my gosh, it threw off my whole time. Well, guess what? You're not father time. Um, that's okay. 
God is, and God planned our path for us. And he plans the days for, I mean, we plan them, right? We try, but at the end of the day, he, he is the one that's got that going. So like, if you don't get everything done today, don't go to bed with anxiety, go to bed with like that peace that, all right, God, I did what I could today. I did everything that I could. I know it's your time and tomorrow I'm going to try again and, and get done what you already ordained for me to accomplish. Um, that's been a big mind shift for me and it's helped me a ton because I definitely um, am one that's like always running by the seat of my pants and just trying to get everything done. And I used to get really stressed out about it. Now I'm like, it's okay. God already has planned out when I'm going to be in contact with that person for their quote or when that referral partner and I are going to get to have a meeting together or um, when my kids and I are going to get that opportunity to sit down and, and love each other. So just know it's all going to come together uh, and we don't control time. It does not happen, but we do control what we do with our time. So put the meat and put the potatoes. <laughs> yeah, if that analogy doesn't work for you, I am so sorry. <laughs> um, all right. So the second, the second takeaway is you've got to be okay with being different because here's the thing. You're different. I'm different. That's why you're listening to this podcast is because you are probably an entrepreneur or a business person or somebody who's highly motivated and you're going to look different to everybody else. And that's okay. It is totally fine to do whatever you need to do in order to accomplish what you need to accomplish and know that you are doing things today differently than everybody else so that you can live a life that's different than everybody else. And that's okay. My kids always comment like, mommy, you are not the same as the other mommies. <laughs> I'm like, nope, I, I know. Um, and um, they're okay with that. They think it's cool. They think it's cool that their mommy owns a business and they get to tell them. Andy's teacher just told me last week that Andy was telling her she should get insurance from me. So my kids are out there uh, marketing for me and, and doing those things. And they know that I'm different. And I know that I'm different and I'm okay with that. And you should be too. So just do the things that you need to do all my life. I kind of got made fun of and teased because I'm a morning person. I always wake up really early. I remember back as far as being a little kid at a sleepover and just having to lay there in silence. And it was awful because clearly silence is not my thing. And also <laughs> sleeping is not my thing. Um, and just recently, probably in the last two years, I've allowed myself to get out of bed at 4am and start doing things, you know, being productive. And it's been amazing for me. And a lot of people look at me like I'm a crazy person, but that works for me. I'm a morning person. That's when I could like get my meditation in, get my Bible study time in, catch up on emails, plan my week, plan my social media, all those things that keep me up at night. They don't anymore because I allow myself to get out of bed when my body naturally wakes up, which is when my body is telling me to get out of bed and has my entire life. Um, but now I'm doing it and I don't really don't care what anybody thinks about it because it helps me. And I appreciate that. So give yourself some grace to be different. Um, it's, it's totally cool. God made you unique and that's how you're supposed to be. My next takeaway is super duper important. So if you hear nothing else today, hear this, surround yourself with a group of people who are going to make you better. And how do we do that? find people that are running the race at the same pace as you. So you're going to meet people who are kind of like half into their career, half into their business. You're going to meet part-timers. You're going to meet people who are like way beyond you that have been in business for 
20 years and already did it and done that and been there. And then you're going to meet the people who like in my instance have been in business for a few years, their moms or dads, they have little kids, they have a spouse, they they're living for God. And I'll tell you what, those are my flock. Those are my people. They're the people that I call when I have a question or if I'm having a bad day, or if I just need to synergize something, or if I need to ask a question or vent or whatever it is. And they're the people that encourage me. They're the people that say, you can do it, Sam. And here's how, when I went into homeschool, I had so many people tell me I was a nut. You know, you're crazy. How are you going to homeschool while your phone's ringing off the hook and you're trying to help your clients with their insurance? I, I did it. So guess what? People that told me I couldn't, I did it. <laughs> but I had a lot of friends that told me if anybody can do it, it's you. And here's how you do it. And I have friends that did it. I have a friend who is a CPA and she runs amazing business. And she started her business um, as a single mom with little kids and she's homeschooled them their entire lives. And she was just a huge encourager and mentor for me through this process. But I was blessed enough to like be open to looking for these people and God stuck them right in front of my path. Um, so find your people, whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish or wherever you are in life, you're going to find a tribe of people who are going to help you. So it's super important that you find them and that you, that's who you kind of spend your time with. And that's who you do things with, you know, um, there's a quote that Warren Buffett said that my dad shared with me a long time ago when I was, um, venting to him about my frustrations and my corporate job and some of the people not carrying their weight. And it's that, uh, you know, you can't soar like an Eagle when you're surrounding yourself with turkeys. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's known that you can really tell who a person is before you even meet them. If you know who their friends are. Um, so surround yourself by good people who are running the race, just like you are, and they're going to encourage you and drive you and help you to become better. And sometimes they're going to remind you, you're not so crazy. And sometimes they're going to say you are crazy, but I love you anyway. <laughs> and if you are one of those people guaranteed you're listening to this podcast right now, and I just want you to know, I love you and I appreciate you. And I'm so grateful for you. <laughs> My next one is that commit to self-development. You've got to, you've got to challenge yourself to stay developed. You've got to challenge yourself to push yourself to listen to the podcast, read the book, read the Bible, stay close to God, um, meditate, do yoga, whatever it is, take walks, go running, whatever it is that's going to help you to continue to grow as a person. If I wasn't committed to self-development, I never would have listened to that podcast. I never would have gotten out of my rut. Who knows how my year would have been. But um, because I wanted to listen, I wanted to grow myself. I want to continue developing. Um, I've, I've heard so many great nuggets and I've learned so many great things. Um, get a coach, get a business coach. If you can afford one. It's just, it's so great. I, um, I did a coaching program for the last six months and it's changed my life. It's part of the reason I've had the, the courage, I guess, to start this podcast because um, my coach really helped me to feel confident that if God's putting something in my heart, I need to follow that dream, not sit back on it. Um, so do the things, do the things to help you grow. Um, it's, it's so important and it'll help you with that mindset thousand percent. And then the last one is the, um, the attitude of gratitude, guys, be grateful for what you have. Be grateful during the hard times. Be grateful whenever things aren't going your way because there are, might be five things going wrong, but there's probably a million 
that you can be grateful for. When Andy was in the hospital every day, we were grateful for the people and the love that came out. God was so ever present in those moments. Um, even when I lost the baby, you know, there were these moments where God was like right there. He was right there when I was mad at him. He was right there when I was sad. He was right there when I was in denial, you know, going through that grieving process, God was right there with me. So, um, you know, be grateful. I just told my daughter the other day because she was sad about, she was feeling sick again. She's got a couple of things she's dealing with right now. And she said, mommy, I don't think the world likes me. I'm always sick. Why? What's wrong with me? And I reminded her, you know, you can be sad about these couple of things that you're not feeling good right now, or you can be happy that God gave you strong legs and he gave you strong arms and you can do bridges for like five minutes. Girlfriend can like bridge walk the whole way around our house. Like it's nothing, you know, she's strong. God gave you a beautiful heart to love people and you make people smile more than any other person I've ever met. You know, she compliments everybody. She finds something in everybody to love and she tells them about it, which I, I love that about her. And God gave her a smart brain. She's learning. She's reading chapter books. You know, I, I reminded her of all these things to be grateful for. And she was like, you know what? You're right, mommy. Like I need to be thinking about those things. And it's the same for us. You know, it's so easy to get into a rut and feel sorry for ourselves. But if we start looking at the things to be grateful for, guess what? Those other things get a little bit smaller. So stay grateful. A couple last points I want to make before I jump off is that stars shine the brightest when it's the darkest. Just like that, positive people shine the best through adversity. Shine your light. Win today. Um, you know, don't try to win the year. <laughs> don't try to win the month. Win the day. If you can win every day, then, you know, before you know it, you will win the week and the month in the year. So stay positive today. I know positivity is kind of my thing. And I think I annoy a lot of people because I am always positive, but honestly, like what good does it do to be negative? Nothing, nothing at all. I mean, worrying it's, it's not productive. You got a business to run. You got a family to love. You don't have time to worry. You don't have time to be negative. What you do have time for is gratitude and positivity and loving on the people that you interact with, loving on your family, loving on your clients, loving on your employees. That's what you have time for because that's what's going to drive you. Love your neighbors, all of them. So I love this. And I listened to a sermon a few years ago at our church given by one of my dear, dear friends. And the whole purpose of this sermon was that God loves them too. That guy that cut you off in traffic, God loves them too. That guy that posted something negative, God loves them too. You know, that person that just called you and bummed you out because they said that your service stinks or that what you sell is a scam, which I get all the time. Um, and it's not, by the way, but um, a lot of people feel that way. But God loves them too. So you need to love them too. So that helps me a lot whenever I talk to people, just remembering them like, God loves this person and I'm going to love them too. Focus on your relationship with God. So especially during the hard times, it is so easy to want to hide from him because you're mad at him and you don't want him to know because he's God. Um, but here's the deal. God can handle it. And he also can see you. <laughs> there's, there's no hiding from the big guy. He, he can see you and he can see your heart and he wants to be there for you. He can handle the fact that you're mad at him. He can handle that you're sad and he wants to help you through it. Don't hide from God. I tried it when Andy was sick in the hospital. 
And um, it lasted for about five minutes before I realized like, that's so silly. I need God and I need him to help me get through this. And he did. He did. He shows up in big, great, amazing ways. And he also shows up in little tiny, special ways that only you can see. So don't hide from God. Build your relationship with him. Take time to, um, you know, read the Bible, do your devotional. Thank God. Be grateful. And then I love this quote. Distractions are the enemy of greatness. So all these distractions, all these things the world throws in your face, they are the enemy. They are the enemy of greatness. God planted a dream in your heart. You're following that dream. You're following God's lead. And guess what? The world is going to throw things at you. They're going to try to distract you because distractions are the enemy of greatness. If you can stay focused, stay focused on God, stay focused on that dream, stay focused on your mission, you are going to be just fine. Don't let yourself be distracted. And then lastly, and I just talked about hiding from God, but you can't live the life that you are called to live if you're hiding from God. God ordained a plan for you. He made you in your mother's womb for a very specific purpose. He made you different than everybody else because you are unique. You are wonderfully and fearfully made. And he already ordained it. He already ordained your success. He already ordained your path. He already um, has things in store for you that you cannot even imagine. So don't hide from him. Open your eyes, open your heart, open your hands and be ready to receive what God has in store for you because he has good things even when it doesn't feel like it, even when it's hard and you're sad and you're crying and you just want to hide, um, God still has a plan for you. He sees you. He saw you before you even knew that he existed. So those are my tips. Mindset is important. Positivity is critical. I can't even tell you. Gratitude is one of the keys, um, but hang in there, guys. You're going to get through it. Um, you're going to do great things. Got to get that mindset in check. So I'm going to sign off. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. If you guys like what you're hearing, please share my podcast with your friends, with your family on social media. Give me a follow and a review on Apple that helps my podcast be seen by other people so that they can enjoy listening too. Um, if you don't like it, then don't share it. <laughs> That's okay too. Um, but I, I love that you're listening. I thank you, whether you're listening to podcasts like I do in the morning while I pack lunches, or if you're doing it while you're exercising, running, listening, while you're driving in the car, I appreciate you. And I thank you. So with that, I want to just, um, and, end today with Joshua one, nine, have I not commanded you be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not be dismayed for the Lord, your God is with you wherever you go.